Now batting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Hey, oh, what it is, Duke City. Welcome to the program. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal. And we're going to go behind the scenes here real quick. And I'm going to tell you what. We have never, we have never been closer. Oh my God! To missing a show than we were today. <laughs> Steph Griffin producing for us today. What's happening, Steph? Hello, hello. I know I was getting nervous. I know you were getting ah, nervous. We, we had it. Robert Buck D. Gibson sitting right next to me. Freddie Wolf Fitzgerald Slow is on assignment up in beautiful historic Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, excuse me, New Mexico. Uh, and that's exactly where we were today in yes. beautiful and historic Las Vegas, New Mexico, as we did the fan experience for one of the funnest things I've done in my life. There we go. So we had <laughs> 3,000 kids oh my. show up. Oh, my God. 3,000 school kids. They oh. let, in Las Vegas, they let out school today for the kids to come to a home highlands men's basketball game and the energy in there was absolutely electric yes those kids were ready and not just for the beginning not just for the middle not just for the end the entire time van and the after party oh my (laughs) god and we had to leave it was i was like man we have to do we have to leave yeah can we not stay here and ride this wave of energy that these kids have brought into this gym but, no, the boys promised that we would do a special Monday night football at Howie's on a Thursday as this is a Packers bar, and I am a Packers fan, and there's a Packers game tonight. So, LFG, baby, let's rage at the page tonight. All you Packers fans, get out here. If there's any real Tennessee Titans fans, we'd love to have you show up, but I think you're more uh, you're more Steve McNair fans, really. I mean, you're not really Titans fans. No, no, I just – have this jersey as a throwback. <laughs> I love the colors. I was like, I might as well wear it. Might make a couple of enemies tonight, but I can hold my own. I got a little PTSD right when you walked in because I thought it was a Warren Moon jersey. At oh, first. no. Well, you know I have a Warren Moon jersey. You don't wear it. I'll never me. wear it again. Ever again. Ever. Not just around me, ever. No, ever. War- ever. Warren Moon Hollywooded us so bad at the Super Bowl in LA last year. Twice. Twice. Two different occasions. Two different occasions. Two different days. The only person who didn't treat us with dignity and respect, mm-hmm. didn't act with it grace themselves, was one Houston Oilers legend, Warren Moon. Look, he should have stayed in Canada. Yeah. That dude's a jerk. Because obviously he picked up a lot of their traits. He did nothing. He learned nothing about the country of Canada and how to treat people with dignity and respect and being polite and kind and courteous. That's how cold his shoulder was. It My was a Canadian goodness. shoulder. I don't, I, hey, I'm, I'm getting heated. I don't want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll, we'll let's get talk off of positive. that. Yeah. We had so much fun up in Vegas today hosting, doing the fan experience for Highlands basketball, and it was an absolute banger of a game. Highlands 
was victorious. I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, Robert. They beat up on Northern New Mexico. Oh yeah, can we can we play them every every week? Yeah, I asked. Can this the, happen? I asked the athletic director if we could schedule Northern New Mexico for homecoming and senior day too, because this uh, it went about as well as it could. Yes, it was it was very nice. A lot of energy, man. It was so much fun. I was worried about like a gym full of kids getting let out of school, and they would be all. Basically, I'll, I'll just say pissed off and angsty that they had to go to this thing right. on their cell phones, looking around, wishing they weren't there. That was not the case. Well, you know who had a lot to do with that? Me and you. That is correct. You were doing your thing. You were, you were, you know, bobbing and weaving, having the kids ask for your autograph. That and was hilarious. I was like, yeah. oh, man, this is dope. Then I had the, the, the TikTok music, yeah, the baby. gritty songs. Like, they were into it. Uh, we had the kids doing all kinds of cool promotions, doing the gritty, doing the TikTok corn song and dance. It was it was an absolute blast, bro. Then <laughs> it felt like a, a, a like it was a college uh, environment, but then you add the kids on too, and it's it took it to another level. Uh, and we almost lost a couple children here today, <laughs> but everything worked out for the best as we did a uh, super cute promotion. And uh, shout out to Mike Dominguez, coach of um, Highlands basketball. It was his idea. Did mm-hmm. I tell you? Did I impart that info on you? This was his brainchild. So what we had was we had all the schools uh, bring stuffed animals to donate uh, to kids uh, for Christmas during the holidays, and we're going to have this big promotion where we throw stuffed animals onto the court at halftime, and then we pick them all up and donate them. Uh, these wonderful kids who had the best energy i've ever experienced uh, at any sporting event ever and i've been to them all didn't understand the directions very well did they no <laughs> no and this was the funniest part of the morning the day for me <laughs> so what what had happened was yes so i give these kids instructions and their teacher was also given instructions and you know hindsight being 2020 maybe would have been a little more thorough ahead of time with the instructions because mm-hmm. this place turned into a madhouse as we did a countdown and you know i explained the rules to to these kids three times in a row yes literally repeated myself three times the teachers knew what was up but there is no way you could stop these thirsty toy hungry kids so we did a countdown from five, yes, and all these kids chunked hundreds and hundreds of stuffed animals onto the court. Which was a great scene. That was a great scene. So cool. Yes. Uh, we'll get it up on our social media soon so you could see all the insanity that ensued. And uh, they did not understand the instructions quite well because after they threw the toys, they bum-rushed the court and started a free-for-all. Yes, <laughs> How many kids would you say ran onto the court from the from the bleachers? Oh God, two um, hundred. Yes, all yeah. at once. Probably two hundred. The, the same yeah. toys that they threw yeah. on the court. They fought. They thought they were supposed to run out there and grab them back up. They wanted them right back. The peanut gallery is already here. What's happening, my brother? What's going on in the sports world this week? <laughs> what are we doing? Oh, we. Uh, I'm wearing my Packers shirt today. I had to run home and change out of my Highlands purple into my Green Bay green and yellow. Yes. And we got a Packer. Okay. Many injuries. Wounded team. Is that what the narrative is going to be tonight? Oh, there we go. If that same team wins today, you never know. 
I don't know if you could hear that, loyal listener, but we got some predictions that the hobbled Titans are going to lose to my Packers tonight. Um, I think it's going to be closer than it should be. Right. We're going we're gonna to break down the game at yeah. great length later. But um, we're having a lot of fun here already at Howie's. The peanut gallery is already putting quarters in us. So <laughs> <laughs> having a lot of fun already. Get down to Howie's Sports Page, corner of Montgomery and Tramway. Special Thursday night edition, you guys. Yes, get down. If you're a Thursday guy at Howie's, we're going to give you a little taste of Monday. Yes. Not a case of the Mondays. No, 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 no. A little taste of what it's like to rage at the page on a Monday. A little sprinkle of it. A little sprinkle. Yeah. So shout out to the city of Las Vegas, New Mexico. Had so much fun up there today. I could tell the kids had a blast. And look, the way the university and the athletics department and the team themselves really brought out all the stops for the youth of Las Vegas, New Mexico, it was an honor to be part of. You know, even the players, they took the time after the game to go up into the stands and sign autographs and uh, probably signed right below my name for a lot of kids. Yeah, because you got the first dibs on that. I got the first dibs on autograph time. Um, My favorite line is, who do you think I am? (laughs) (laughs) What what answers did you get? I got so many guesses. So a lot of kids thought I was the coach. I was not dressed like a coach. Okay. A lot of kids thought I was on the team. Okay. And wow. Hey, thank you for okay. thinking that I'm college age. Okay. Okay. Uh, if you don't know, loyal I, listener, okay, friend, skin so, routine. I am 40. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am 40 on the dot. Okay, skin routine. I yeah. Hear you. All right. It's uh, what I do. I got. It's called a uh, Sarah V. I mm. believe it's pronounced. It's mm. a little SPF face moisturizer. Okay. If you'd like a little uh, tip into my world. All right, no, boozy. No, no yeah. uh, <laughs> hey, hey, Steph, Steph. This is this. You can buy this stuff at Walgreens. No, I know, I know. My my son actually uses the. Yay! Really? What a dude! You know what mine is? Water. Paltrow. It's just water. <laughs> well, water in a towel. It's just go. Well, there's a there's a saying, Robert. <laughs> that's as old as time. About blacking and cracking. We all know that one. Oh, man. Going to have a lot of fun today. Howie Sports page. Come check out a special Packers edition of Two Men On. Going to watch some Thursday night football at the sports page on the corner of Montgomery and Tramway. You're listening to Two Men On. We're live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Cowell Banker Legacy mobile studio. As I previously mentioned, we're at Howie's. We st- we're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We start our days at the YMCA. We do lunch just about almost every day. If I'm doing lunch and I want the best diner in Albuquerque, I go to the 66 Diner. Mondays for the boys at Howie's. And the weekends, that's for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka. More sports and sports-adjacent content when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to the program, Duke City. Boys are live from Howie Sports Page, Corner Tramway in Montgomery for a special Thursday night football edition of our Monday Night Maniacs Rage at the Page promotion. This place is rocking already. Already. It's thick. Well, it is the home of the Packers. So, I think yes, I knew it was going to be like this. This place is going to be solid green and yellow. So, if you're a Packer hater... Also, and you want to watch the Packers lose, that's all the more incentive to get out here. Very true. Do they have I, I an think... outdoor patio? Um, no. Oh, no. no. We're, have... talk, we're talking is, about this is Howie's. Howie's. This is Howie's, darling. This is a cavern. Hey, no. 
<laughs> well, You're I was not. just saying because in spirit of it being Green Bay, maybe you guys should bundle up, you know, be outside oh, weathering it for idea. the guys. No, nah, I'm good. No, I am way too skinny for that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it in my bones when I get cold. My bone marrow freezes. But I love that idea, though. I'm good. Uh, all right, Robert, did you <laughs> did you get your Taylor Swift tickets? Man, I don't have – I have to check the rest of my pockets to see if I have enough. So I had passed by Mandy's um, office, and she had, like, three computers up ready to go. She had a hard time. I know uh, we usually try to stick, it, stick with sports adjacent, but um, this isn't quite sports adjacent, but this is, like, the biggest story in the world right now. Yes, it is. That Taylor Swift's tickets were so popular, it shut down Ticketmaster. And then all the people who lined up for hours, who waited on hold on the Internet for hours, the server shut down and kicked them off. And then all the bots, all the scalper bots bought all the tickets. And now Taylor Swift tickets inflated the prices right? to a friggin three, four, five, however long it is concert are going for over twenty five thousand dollars. Oh, my gosh. I blame Russia. (laughs) <laughs> uh, this this will finally put straw and camels back. <laughs> this is what's ruined American economy. Taylor Swift ticket. So I guess Brittany Griner wasn't enough. <laughs> no. They just want to take over the world, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Look, Metallica couldn't do it. Pearl Jam couldn't do it. I don't know who else is in that lawsuit. I know those two. But it looks like Taylor Swift is finally going to be the one to bring down Ticketmaster. As her home state, the birthplace of Nashville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. The district attorney, the state, excuse me, the state attorney for Tennessee is going to file a lawsuit against Ticketmaster for impropriety and wrong business practices. And Ticketmaster finally might go down due to Taylor Swift's demand for her tickets tennessee is going to take down ticketmaster that doesn't even sound that doesn't right. even make sense no because you know nashville's in cahoots yes ticketmaster that's what i'm saying that's the whole gimmick there i don't know i don't i, I don't know from friend of the show joel Lueveno of the aardvarks he just barely missed out he barely he was in he was waiting in line for five hours and he what? was part of the crash what? Another friend of the show. The Am I not getting this? Look, okay. Taylor Swift is popping like that, man? Yes. <laughs> $25,000 tickets because the website screwed up and sold it to a bunch of scalpers. Oh, man. And look, I get it, Joel. I know why you want those tickets. You're not a Taylor Swift fan. Joel's also a singer-songwriter in real life. Mm-hmm. Talented dude. Check out. Check him out. Joel Luevano. He's, he's got a lady friend in mind that he wants to take to Taylor Swift. Ah, I see the angle. If you're, if you're trying to uh, trying to court a lady friend and you take her to Taylor Swift, you're in like Flynn. Like there is nothing else you could do. Okay. Like diamond tennis bracelet, Christmas morning, or you have that Lexus out front with the big red bow on it. All right. Or Taylor Swift tickets. Well, And all, I think Taylor Swift is better than all of them. Well, I don't know. I'll – the other items you name together are cheaper than our tickets. Correct. Yeah. So you might. 
you might be better off going that route. Hey, look, and we all know a Lexus is just a Toyota with a different logo. Yep, exactly. Come on. It's basically natural light. <laughs> <laughs> Co-host of Going Oppo, Major Leaguer and World Series champion Ryan LaVarnway was trying to get Taylor Swift tickets, and I'm waiting to have him on. Okay. I want to hear about his Taylor Swift experience. Yes. I might get a call in from him sometime throughout the show. But this is insane to me that people are willing to pay this much for just a concert. It's not like it's a once-in-a-lifetime moment that you're going to cherish your whole life. She is going to go on a tour a year her whole career. You can, you have, you're going to have dozens of opportunities to see Taylor Swift. So you're basically telling people to wait till she gets old and catch her in Branson, Missouri. Correct. <laughs> yes. Wait till she has her farewell tour and she goes to Sandia Casino. Oh, you don't man. even you don't even got to fly to Denver or Phoenix. Oh. You just catch her here. I'm reading play here. some slots. I'm reading here. I didn't know okay. this. That just today alone more than 2 million tickets Excuse me, not today. Tuesday, two million tickets were sold, the most ever for an artist in a single day. It's insane to me. Wow. You know what this is going to make me do, and I hate to admit it? What's that? Listen to Taylor Swift. 505-246-0610. Are you a Taylor Swift fan? It's not going to make me do any of that. Okay. I'm just going to keep looking at these stories. Number one. I would like to hear from a male Taylor Swift fan. Okay. If you are a dude. You mean a real fan who's, who's not, like, trying to win over a woman? Correct. Or not like to, Joel. Okay, like gotcha. Like a real Taylor Swift fan. Okay. 505-246-0610. Hit us up on the Sports Animal Hotline or text line. So I would, if I had the money, I would completely have been one of those people. So if 25 grand. Oh, well, tw- yeah, if I had that money, yeah. Okay. I guess depending on, I don't know. See, I think at that point it's just the experience. Because some people play that for Super Bowl, and you don't even get to see half of the game because you're so far away. Yeah, that's accurate. If your team's in the Super Bowl, like let's say the Chargers one day make it, I am. what's, what's I, your top end? I am drunk, <laughs> blacked out. By the national anthem. <laughs> because right. I, am, I am partying from the time we win the AFC championship all the way up. I'm done. I don't, you have to tell me what happened. So you don't even want to go. Because you know it's going to be a waste of yes, money because you're not going oh, to remember a second of it. Super waste. So I think, though, like for us, yes, as grown adults, we're like, oh, heck no. I'd rather buy like an awesome car or whatever. But sometimes whenever you have, like, a kid and you think, oh, my God, you know, like, you get that pressure. I need to satisfy my child Mm -hmm. or, you know, I need to give this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Especially what if you're divorced and you're like, I got to be the best parent. You know, I don't know. now you're talking. So now you're kind of in a realm where it's like the cabbage patched all of the eight. I got to get it. I got to be that first person in line. We got to have matching outfits when we go, you know, we're going to, I might even spring for some backstage passes. You know what I mean? Like, 
So, so basically that's kind Steph, of a hard what, one. What See, Steph is telling me is not to allow my four-year-old to ever listen to Taylor Swift. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. She's already got you with makeup on. Oh, you yeah, are wrapped around right. that little girl's am, finger. Look, you will be at those you know what Taylor Swift Beyonce. Oh, Yo, yeah, you'll be I'd doing it. i come to work and stick y'all up. <laughs> 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 All right, hey, Steph, I know we cool, but, yeah, run that. I need to get this Taylor Swift money. <laughs> Everybody get down. <laughs> it's a stick up. <laughs> it's a stick up. I got to buy my daughter Taylor Swift tickets. <laughs> hey, I don't, even, I don't care if you're a multimillionaire and a $25,000 to you is nothing. It's the principle. It's the principle. Yeah. It's the principle. If you're paying more than a G for a ticket, and that's also ridiculous. Right. Like all week music festivals don't cost that much. Seriously. Like 48 hours of music at a music festival doesn't cost that much. Doesn't even cost a G. And here you are dropping five figures on a concert ticket. Selling a kidney on the black market just to go. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yes. That's can't, exactly it. Can't bring, I can't bring my daughter. It's a soldier. A soldier on the black market with these tickets. I'm still going to take her, but I can't have her back after. You know, this would be really nice. It would be a really nice... Uh, like a, a bar mitzvah gift for Kanye's kids. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's good. I like that. <laughs> Is there anyone, any I artist you would pay top dollar like this for to go see? That's, that's alive, not someone See, that's, okay, that's the thing. Yeah, if we found, that's alive. If, if we found out that, like, Tupac was hiding in Cuba this whole time and then, like, he started a tour, I would pay a lot of money. <laughs> For Tupac's back from Cuba tour, <laughs> <laughs> not but not twenty five grand. I would go see that one too because you knew he would. You know he wouldn't play any of his new songs. He doesn't have any. For He's sure. playing nothing but the hits. I'm with you on that one. I don't care if like the Jurassic Park doctor was able to bring back Tupac and Biggie. I still would not pay that much money for a concert. Seriously, I'm with you on that. Hey, it's too much technology. I'll just watch it on Snapchat. I do, and I love live music. I love concerts. I spend money on going to concerts. But there's no one I would pay anywhere close to that. No one that's alive. No No. one alive. No. Okay, we got it out of the way, loyal listener. We got it out of the way, friend of the show. That's our sports-adjacent-adjacent segment. We promise we're going to hit you up with more sports when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Burke. The boys are at the sports page, Howie Sports Page, corner of Montgomery and Tramway, special Thursday night football edition. This is a first for us. I'm super stoked. Yeah, I'm ready. We haven't done a Packer game yet. I want to see how crazy this place gets. Because I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm thinking of the Venn diagram right now. Okay. Of Howie's Packers fans. And owners of Amazon Prime. And I'm not sure they overlap very hard. No, I don't so think I so. So I think there's going to be a lot of Packers fans here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be. This is, like you said, it's the home of the Packer fans. You're listening to Two Men On. We're live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Colwell Banker Legacy Mobile Studio. Uh, we're going to be at the mobile studio is going to John Lopez's office tomorrow as the boys are going to be live from the Coldwell Banker Legacy mobile studio at Cold War Banker Legacy as it's uh, a little uh, 
charity benefit casino night that we're hosting. We're going to have some fun out there. We'll give you all the details of that as the details pour in. Uh, but we're going to have a lot of fun tonight. We're going to have a lot of fun tomorrow. Uh, we're going hard out here, man. Yeah, man. It's This is the time of the year. This we, is the time of year we have to be out and about doing our thing, and I love it. Okay, you know me, Robert. You know I'm a glass-half-full kind of guy. I try to find the good in everybody and everything. You get me an adverse situation. I try to make the best of it. Okay. You hand me a tuba. I try to turn it into art. That was a really bad Boston accent, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to uh, Frank from The Departed. But I hate this idea, and that idea being the NFL is moving the Bills game from Buffalo to Detroit. This is the feeblest thing I've ever heard. You can't do this. You play in Buffalo. You have an open stadium. This is a part of your home field advantage, and you're running from it? Come on, man. Tucking tail and running from it to the cozy confines of Ford Field in the Detroit's Dome. Oh, nice and toasty. Aw. Stephon Diggs' <laughs> fingers aren't going to get all yeah. frostbitten. I feel bad now. We, we, After knowing this, we gave some pretty bad fantasy advice now. <laughs> we gave some awful <laughs> fantasy advice last night. Sorry, J.D., <laughs> As that's one more great game for Stephon Diggs coming up. Yeah. He doesn't have to play in Snowmageddon or whatever they're calling it. The crazy thing is when I heard this, I, was, I didn't think the Lions were on a bye. I was like, oh, they're just going to play with them while the Lions are playing their game on the same field. Oh, they won't notice. <laughs> yeah. No one would notice. Like, ah, oh, you can play it. We're going to play a real game and you play your game. <laughs> Forecasts are calling, and this is kind of crazy. Yeah. Three to six feet of snow by Sunday in Buffalo, including, and I'm going to have to Google this after I say it out loud, thunder snow? Yes. What is thunder snow? So here's the thing. Is that an ACDC song? It, pretty close. <laughs> now that's what I'm going to say every time I hear that song. Thunder snow! snow. Okay, here's the thing. I was looking back. They played in a thunder snow game back in 2007 against the Colts. And it went to overtime. It was 13-7. to LaShawn McCoy went off. It was 8 to 9 inches of snowfall, and that was during a thunder snowstorm. But that's significantly less than the, the feat that you're talking about this Sunday. Like this game right here, oh. this is the reason Von Miller joined the Bills. Oh, my God. You know how pissed off that Von Miller is? He could have had 12 sacks by halftime. <laughs> yes. Nine forced fumbles. This is the game everybody was waiting to see. The media was pumping it up for a reason, and the NFL stood for what I call it the no-fun league once again. It's kind of pathetic. Um, I mean, this is why you have the open stadium in Buffalo. Yes. This is why you're in northern New York. This is why you built your defense like that. I mean, Josh, is, Josh Allen really doesn't fit in this equation. Stephon Diggs doesn't fit in this equation. But every other part of your franchise is set up for this exact situation. You play in these conditions. The only thing you don't play in, earthquake. Well, you wouldn't <laughs> know it was an earthquake until you played, and it was an earthquake. Yeah. Like a, uh, like a tsunami or hurricane, tornado, something like that. But snow? 
Everybody wants to play in snow. These guys are getting paid millions of dollars. Get out there and play in the snow. Let us see you really get it going. Uh, third result on Google for THU was Thunder Snow. Thunder Snow. <laughs> yes. So it is twending really, trending really hard right now on Twitter and uh, the rest of the interwebs. So how rare, you, you'd like to ask, okay. is a Thunder Snow storm? Uh, there's about 6.3 Thunder Snow events each year on the planet. Wow. Okay. So that's 6.3 is ironically more than what the Browns would have scored <laughs> in Buffalo if they would have played there. Hey, look, in Detroit, the Bills are going to demolish oh, the Browns. Man, it's not even going to be worth watching. And Seriously. In Buffalo, the Browns have a friggin' chance at this thing. Chubb would have had 400 yards rushing. Yes. Probably. Oh, that game would have been great to watch. They're Thund- robbing us, Van. They're robbing us of our viewing pleasures. Thundersnow, also known as a winter thunderstorm or a thunder snowstorm, okay. is a kind of thunderstorm with snow falling as the primary precipitation instead of rain. Oh, so a snowstorm. It is considered a <laughs> rare and unusual phenomenon. It typically falls in regions of strong upward motion within the cold sector of an extratropical cyclone. Okay, first off, I don't understand the last part of that. Do we need to call Mike Ronchetti for this? Yes, hey. Mark, whatever his name is. Mark Ronchetti. Mark. I think you're free. (laughs) 505-246-0610. Will you call in and let us know how dangerous this thunder thunder snow is? No, not that. Can they play in a thunder snowstorm? They've done it already. I know. What's the problem? I mean, you have a buffalo as your mascot. They live in that. Change your mascot. If you can't play in this, change your mascot. You're, you're very right. Change it. I, I'll tell you exactly why. The Browns and Bills have played in two other games just like this. Yeah. And the Browns won the first two. Ah. They're scared. They're scared. They and s- the they- combined score of both of those games, 14 to 3. <laughs> Eight. Eight to zero was the first game. The the latest game in two thousand nine, the Browns won six to three. <laughs> that's, that's, I want to hey, see that. First off, that's great snow football. Yes, I want to see this awful dome football. That is great snow football. Every NFL fan is here for this. Yes, this is what we are doing right now. And do look, you, do you not think the Buffalo fans wouldn't have showed up for that game? They were they were camping out now. Yes, they wanted to be there to watch this type of game all the shenanigans like i told you people are going to be there with their shirts off they're jumping off of rvs breaking ice tables that are lit on fire <laughs> like it was going to be a spectacle out there oh they messed us up man every week there's the game of the year in nfl you just ruined the game of the year yes congratulations no fun league oh, ruining man. everybody's weekend and then poor buffalo hey Apologies ahead of time for the lovely people of Detroit. But Buffalo has to stay in Detroit for two weeks now? <laughs> you got to spend two weeks in Detroit? Yes. They don't want to spend a week in there. No, they got two. They're going to be in Detroit two weeks in a row. You got the snow game this week, and then next week they're actually playing Detroit in Detroit. Horrible. 
You know what kind of advantage they would have had in the snow game? They could have wore the all-white uniforms. Oh, genius. Oh, oh, that would have been a sight to see. I think there'd be a lot of rolled ankles, though. <laughs> you think so? Because the the football would just disappear in the snow, yes. and they can't find it. Yep. Play clock's running. Mm-hmm. You got to play the other play. So by the time the fourth quarter rolls around, you got 17, 18 footballs lost in the snow <laughs> somewhere. You have no idea what's going on. People, it's a minefield. Yes. See, and that's why they need to play the game because exactly. it's never been played like that. Yes, there's never been a minefield of pigskins before. Give and us, you're ruining this NFL. Give us new variables. That's what I want. I can't believe this, man. It is Do so you know soft. What? It is so soft. If they play with leather hats, leather hats, not leather, not leather hats, yes. leather helmets, they would have played this game. 100%. No face masks, nothing. They would have played this game. Like, they would have been so eager to play. Undershirts haven't even been invented yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Under Armour. No, yeah, yeah. Under Armour, get out of here. Yeah, They didn't even have undershirts yet. <laughs> Long johns weren't invented yet. Not even tearaway jerseys. (laughs) Oh, I was with this. Tear away my excitement for the weekend. We only had, what, 24 hours of happiness thinking this game was going to happen. And they crushed it. They crushed our souls, man. Now i got to be depressed till Christmas morning again. Thanks, NFL. What's next? Thanks for nothing. We can't let you guys play in SoFi. It's too sunny. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) SoFi is closed. It's too sunny. It's exactly 72 with a five-degree breeze today. The sunbeams are coming <laughs> through the sides of SoFi. We cannot play this game here. Everybody is way too happy about their existence in sunny <laughs> Southern California. No one's going to show up for this. Oh, it's man. canceled. We're moving it to Detroit. <laughs> That's the go-to place because they feel sorry for Detroit because they yeah. never get to see good football. Hey, they saw good football last week when they demolished my – friggin' Green Bay Football Packers, which will be on tonight, special Thursday night football edition at Howie's. The boys are going to be here all night raging at the page, and you should too. All right, as upset as I am about this Buffalo garbage, I might be even more upset about the rich getting richer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're going to hit on that when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The sports animal welcome back duke city the boys are raging at the page tonight howie sports page corner of montgomery and tramway gonna have a lot of fun with it packers night robert you just got to meet the owner john yeah first time monday we're always here it's john it's john's day off yeah that's why i've never met him so he's been john's been trying to get us you know, to partner with uh, Howie Sports Page for a few years now. Mm-hmm. And he finally finally got his teeth in us, and he never shows up on Monday. Yeah. Just breaks my heart. Yeah. <laughs> He's here today. Here today rocking. This place is rocking already. I'm stoked to see what it turns into oh, about, yeah. right about kickoff. Welcome back to Two Men On. We're live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Cowell Banker Legacy Mobile Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA, and we do our lunches at 66 Diner. The weekends, that's for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's vodka. They got some Teller Vodka here if you want it. Hey, yeah. I'm not going to say no. Yeah. We'll be joined by GM 
Luke Markwith next segment. We're talk a little football. Uh, we're gonna do our Packers predictions and, but ne- right now I'm upset. I'm upset about the Bills snow. I'm upset that people like Taylor Smith, uh, Taylor Swift that much. By the way, no one called or text about Taylor Swift. No, they're not gonna. They're I, not gonna admit that to us. First off, yes. Yeah. First off, yes. I don't think our listenership, our big uh, Swifties. Or whatever Taylor Swift fans are called. Stephanie, what are Taylor Swift fans called? Swifters? Swifties? 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 Swiffers? Swiffers. <laughs> Swiffers. T-Swifties? Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of uh, friends of the show who are actual Taylor Swift fans. And then also, you just nailed it. That they're not going to admit it? They're not going to call no, in and say, No, no, no. Uh, Steve, Steve here, big Bears fan. <laughs> Southsiders for life, baby. But you're all wrong about this Taylor Swift thing. Give her a chance, brother. Give her a chance. She's going to win you over. They say they'll they'll call in to start with the sports, but then get really passionate about Taylor Swift. Long long time listener, first time caller. And we're called Swifters. (laughs) We're we're, we're not Swifters. We're Swifters, Swifters. by the way. (laughs) Okay, we got our first one. We got one? Voice of the Isotopes, Josh Sushan. Okay. A, he's a proud Swifty. Okay. He's a, Josh is a connoisseur of many things. I was about to say. It, I, I knew don't that's think why we bonded. Yes. Yeah. There, there's not too many things he has not just dabbled into. You know For what sure. I mean? Like, I, I feel like he's like the Renaissance man. Bro. He is. That's it, what I feel like. He is so cultured and intelligent and talented. This makes me even more scared to listen to Taylor Swift now. Because if he likes it, I gotta like it, right? Yes. Whether or not I actually do, I have to like it because see, Josh likes it. See, now Josh said that I have to <laughs> crank up the Spotify and figure out what the craze is. Okay. I think off the top of my head, I can name one song, and I don't even know if I got the name right. Okay. Shake it off. Is that correct? It's, is it something that they play on commercials? Because that's probably the only uh, way you, I know it. Yeah, or something like. Yeah. A, yeah, I'm looking at her. Yes, on it the is break. Shake It Off because it my shake it off? son Thank really you. wants her to, Mar- Mariah Carey to do a lawsuit because he feels Mariah Carey has Wait a Shake minute. It Off first. See, that's what, when you say Shake It Off, I think of Mariah Carey. Okay. You gotta Shake It Off. That song. Is that the same song? I don't know, but when, you, when I hear no, Shake It Off, I think of Mariah No, it's not the same song, but yeah, my is son it, is very mad about that. Is it close that enough to, to sue? Is it just the name that's like that, or is it the same little bop? We're, we're going to find out. Yeah. We're going to dip our toe in next commercial break and figure this thing out. Mm-hmm. Who does have it figured out is the Philadelphia Eagles defensive line. <sighs> they were already top five in football, <sighs> and they add perennial, perennial cheater and dirty player in Damakon Sue. Oh, I thought you were going to name someone off the Astros. Oh, no, 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 no. That was five years ago. <laughs> You need to move on. They won the World Series. Indomitian they are absolved Sue. of their sins. Noma Fili, the Patria Spirit of Santi. Indomitian Sue is now an eagle. I don't like this. And hey, I'm going to tell you why I don't like this. The city that threw batteries now has Indomitian Sue? What? Where was Albert Hainsworth? Did they, could they not get him? <laughs> you know, I don't like this move. It was strictly because of my team. <laughs> the Chargers lost the top three defensive linemen that they had. 
didn't even think to call this guy. And the Eagles was like, hey, I think we have, let me call Tampa. I think they have his number. And he just plugs in at the middle of the season. These are the, these are the moves championship teams make. Oh, for sure. They get the guys who've been sitting around. When I say sitting around, not saying they haven't been working out. Just guys you forgot about. Right. And you know they could still play. Watch. He's going to get plugged in, get a sack, a couple tackles for loss, a, a, a fumble. Like, ah, uh, the rich get richer. Yeah, he's going to have three sacks for negative 40 yards, but he's also going to have six penalties for 75 yards. They'll take it. For a negative 35 uh, net loss. They'll take it. Oh, breaking news. The Eagles have also signed to their defensive line Ray Lewis's bodyguard. <laughs> Dude, they're so good already. This yes. is unfair. Uh, you mentioned, like, a guy you forgot about. Like, I didn't forgot about Indomitian Sue and, like, the history of the NFL. No, no, no. I forgot that he wasn't playing this year. Like, he's coming in with fresh legs. I actually thought he retired. Okay. Just or he was on the road to retiring. He's thirty five years old. He's pulling a Brett Favre on us, is what he's doing. He's no, I tell you what, he's, he's doing. He's still in shape. He's pulling a Roger Clemens. Ah, I like a little, that. A little gun for hire that mm-hmm. only has to play half a season, only pitches home games. Yeah. I like this work by Indomicon. Good job. Something like an Indomicon. Something <laughs> like an Indomicon. Sorry, sorry about that. I'll so, show. Yeah. I'll show. Uh, my, I'll show myself out. Yeah, I don't. I don't I'll know take about one off, that one, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I expect that from Fred, not you. Uh, well, I, I doubt Fred knows that song. Yeah, anyway. that, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so they they actually signed an ex Charger as well, Linval Joseph. So I thought when they signed Linval Joseph, I was like, okay, they have plugged the hole that they needed because we saw they had problems stopping uh, Washington on short yardage. They was like, oh, we're not done. Let's go get Sue. Mm. You can't go wrong. They got two defensive veterans. They don't have to worry about being worn down or anything. No. I you know just you rotate them in and out. Yeah, you keep it. them fresh, too. Yeah. The rich get richer. Congratulations, Eagles fans. Fly, Eagles fly. I guess they didn't like the way that L tasted. Yeah. More we like, don't want that no more. More like fly, yellow flags fly. Because there are going to be some dirty penalties coming your way, Look, Philadelphia. They don't care. <laughs> they do not care. Hey, the Eagles are going to play the Packers in a couple weeks. Aaron Rodgers is already oh. in shambles. Oh. He is already in shambles. Dude, the PTSD that he's got from Indomitian Sioux. He, tried, Indomitian, the, he played for the Lions, didn't he? He was yeah, drafted he, by the Lions. Yes. Yeah. He tried to kill Rodgers multiple times. Every time. He twisted his ankle, stepped on his knee, poked him in the eye. So just everything you can imagine, he's done to he, poor Aaron Rodgers. He, he needs to be they – they need to put in Gnomicon Sue in the last Boy Scout part two. Just go down the field, just shooting people. Yes. <laughs> Taking them out. <laughs> One hour of the program in the books. Having a lot of fun here at Howie. He's got a whole another hour for you as we are off air at 6 and kick it over to Thursday Night Football. If you want to watch Thursday Night Football in person, there's no place to be other than Howie's sports page tonight, corner of Montgomery and Tramway. More sports and sports adjacent content coming up in the second hour. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to the program. One hour in the books, one to go. The boys are raging at the page tonight. 
special Thursday night football edition of the Monday Maniacs here at Howie's. It's a Packers bar. The Packers are playing. I'm a Packers fan. L-F-G. Joining us as he always does when we're here at Howie's, General Manager Luke Markwith. And I'll tell you what, sexiest voice in the bar game and it's not even close what's happening my dude oh, i'm doing very well how are you guys doing today good good, good, good. my man doing busy good. day man yeah busy day we love it like this yeah definitely it's been a great energy in here all day getting ready for tonight and uh, only looks to get better i got a question for you luke let me ask him this question Shoot. uh before we get into the packers talk so you heard about buffalo moving the game from buffalo against the browns to detroit I want to know, how bad does the weather have to be for you to shut down Howie's? <laughs> <laughs> you know, luckily, a lot of our people, our, our staff and everything live so close, and the owner lives so close, and I live close, that we can always get here. We've had full-on blizzard conditions where guys rode four-wheelers yes. to the bar. That's and what I'm nice. talking about. If, if you can get here, we'll be open. Yes. Nice. We are a shining beacon of light in a blizzard when we need to be. You hear that, Roger Goodell? There's no quitters here in Howie's. <laughs> hey, if COVID couldn't kill Howie's, there's no way a little snow exactly. is going to keep people away. Well, so, I remember in Buffalo a couple of years ago when they had to get fans to come volunteer the day before to get yeah. all the snow off the seats and out of the stadium. Yeah, right. See, that's a community. Shawshank in it, putting it on the pants that's, and walking outside. That's a, that's a community team builder. That's yeah. what they should look at it as. I agree completely. That's a really yeah. good point. Yeah. And when you build an outdoor stadium in a place like Buffalo, I don't really know what to expect. What do you expect? <laughs> what did you think it's, was going to happen? That's, that's part of their advantage. Exactly. You see what happens, Larry? Do you see what happens, Larry? <laughs> <laughs> so, not only the Packers are on Thursday Night Football tonight, not only am I a Packers fan, this is a Packers bar. This is the like, Packers bar for New Mexico, the only actual registered. If you go on Green Bay's website and look up Packer bars in New Mexico, this is the the only one that pops up. Really? Where, where did the, the Green Bay love come from here at Howie's? From What's the origin? Howie Weber, the original owner, was uh, from Wisconsin. Yeah. And so when he opened it in 1987, they had the, and we still have them out back as kind of a, a monument, the old school satellite dishes. So they were one of the few places in town uh, they could actually get the local feed from Wisconsin and getting the big dishes moving. And so uh, the, the legacy kind of started then 35 years ago, and it's just been going ever since. A little behind the curtain stuff. This has been my favorite bar and or sports bar and or both since I moved to Albuquerque. This place is an absolute institution in Albuquerque, and I love this place. I've been here a couple times. I was like, and I mean, and this is 15 years ago. I've been here a couple times. I'm like, there's a lot of Green Bay stuff on the wall. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God, am I in heaven? Like, <laughs> this, is, this is the coolest bar in town, and it's a Packers bar? Yes. This is so dope. What's, what is the turnout like? What's the energy here when the Packers are on TV? You know, it kind of it all depends. When they're satellite only is is when we're standing room only. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it, it's kind of changed in the last couple of years with COVID, like everything else, where there are just certain people that unless they have to, they're not going to come out. So if it's on regular TV, if it's the game of the week, they're going right. to stay home and watch. Yeah. The diehard ones come out no matter what. Sure. And uh, and when they're on satellite only, the place fills up. So it's uh, it's a good energy. You get a lot of the go pack go and uh, love it. I'm going to be right in the middle Multi-generational, of all Multi-generational, lots of uh, different generations of Packers fans talking about games they were at. And, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm a, when I talk to a real Packers fan, I'm a disgrace <laughs> because I've never been to Lambeau. 
And obviously it's on the bucket list. Obviously, you know, the stars have to align. It has all has to be done right, whatever. But, like, when I tell somebody I'm a Packers fan and they tell me how big of a Packers fan they are, they always scoff at me for never going to Lambeau. So, what? See, exactly. It just happened just now. It's happening. I just got, I can't, I, hopefully we didn't, hope you didn't hear this on air, but I just got a very strong middle finger on air <laughs> here at Howie's. Do you think it's going to be the same vibe as a satellite night with Amazon? You know, I, I definitely think it'll be kind of closer to that. I mean, a lot of a lot of these Packers fans, a lot of our Packers fans are, are older, and and I don't think have figured out the technology of all of it yet. And, and it's just easier to come watch it and more fun to watch it with your friends at Howie's. Sure. So I think we'll be nearing the uh, kind of turnouts we get for satellite only games. I think it should be a great night. So this will be my first Packer game here at Howie's. Tell me how the energy is different than a Monday night game that I've been to that's not a Packer, Packer team. You know, the Monday games are a little more impartial with a lot of different people that are just kind of out because it's a Monday and not necessarily slanted in, in one team's favor as much as it will be tonight. Um, we don't have a big Tennessee following at all. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Neither if, does if, Tennessee. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I don't get jumped tonight. I decided to wear my old Oilers McNair jersey. The throwback, I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we have an Urlacher jersey hanging on the wall, a Bears jersey. In yeah, the oh, yeah, sure. I just realized uh, that. Because he, he's yeah. a home kid. I mean, yeah. you know, we're a Lobo bar as well. So we show every game every Sunday. Everybody's welcome. The, the Packers fans are very accommodating with everybody else, and, and uh, everybody seems to get along pretty well. Which uh, Luke, which Packers team do you think is going to actually show up tonight? Is it the one that embarrass themselves uh, in Detroit, or is it the one that – It'll put a whooping on the Cowboys. Oh, you mean the second half of that game? Correct. Yes. Okay, sir. there we go. You know, I'm not sure what to expect. I've expected them to play better most of the season. The, the Dallas game, I knew exactly what was going to happen yeah. because that's just Dallas's M.O. You know, McCarthy had to lose one more in Lambeau just because he was feeling <laughs> nostalgic, I guess. And uh, so I think we'll get kind of a mix between that. I mean, if Tennessee can control the clock in the running game and, and with, with Derrick Henry and kind of keep Rodgers off the field, there's uh, there's only so much you can do. But I mean, with the Packers running game, their two-headed monster right. of uh, Jones and Dylan, and then, of course, Derrick Henry, who is, for my money, he's the best in the NFL. You know, you forget how fast he is until you see oh, him. Oh, yes. because He runs yes. so hard, but he's, he's one of the best combinations of power and speed I've seen in with, my life. I mean, at least since Walter Payton. Walter Payton had that ability to, to to run over you if he had to, but run around you if he wanted to. That guy is a Sasquatch. When we were at the Super Bowl, I, I stood <laughs> next to crazy. him. crazy. And I was crazy. like, there is no way men are trying yeah. to tackle this dude. Yeah. It's being as fast as he is, as like you said. I want to know, Luke, how, how are Packer fans, how do they feel about Aaron Rodgers this season? Has it changed? Has it, has, is it still, hey, he's our guy? Or have you been hearing grumblings about, okay? There's definitely some more cynicism this year. And, okay. And, uh, you know, I've got a, a couple of regulars that are Packers fans that I talk to all the time, and a couple of them wished he would have traded him in the offseason when the trade value was a little higher. Um, some of them are still happy to have him, and, and you know, a win kind of masks all things. So last week everybody was honky-dory. Mm-hmm. And Especially we'll, against the Cowboys. Exactly. Yes. yes. So we'll see how tonight's game goes. And, and I mean, it's basically a must-win for the Packers every week. You're right. To make the playoffs. It's, yeah. it's, you know, it's a must-win every week for the rest of the season, basically. Got a rough uh, stretch of their schedule coming up, too. Some really quality teams are coming up on the, the Packers' schedule. Um, 
Did you see what Little Wayne said about Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, which one? <laughs> yeah. he, at first, so, he dropped him two two weeks <laughs> yeah. ago. Two weeks ago, after the Lions lost, Little uh, Little Wayne. Excuse me, Lil Little Wayne. Sorry, I'm, Lil Wayne. Sorry, I enunciated. Uh, <laughs> Lil Wayne was like, uh, "AR12 is trash. Should have traded him before the season." And, and he's then, a he's a huge Packer fan. Huge fan. His dad yeah. played for the Packers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the very next week after the, the Cowboys win, he's like, I'm so sorry, A-Rod. <laughs> I was wrong about Put some you. respect on his yes. name. <laughs> well, maybe he was reacting to the uh, the calling out, and, and that's why he played better. So, you know, yeah, maybe you got to keep it going. Sure. I, I mean, I love all the shade. And, and he's been asking for it for years. Like, he's been trolling the media for years. Aaron Rodgers, not Lil Wayne. Uh, he's, <laughs> well, in, in pastors, he seemed to have thrived off of it more than he does this year. This yeah. year, his body language is just different. Yeah. I think this year kind of got to him. Yeah. Yeah. Because no, he, definitely. He, he was equipped before. Now he's like he doesn't have his armor. Right. But he's still trying to act like he does. But you can see a couple of chinks in it. Oh, those wins, they cure a lot of ills. And there hasn't been enough for him for the Packers this year. And, you know, I, I kind of I thought the Packers were going to take a step back this year. You know, just because of uh, their offensive line injuries, don't have a stud wide receiver. They got some talented young guys, but you got to build a rapport with Aaron Rodgers. Yes, you do. And Aaron Rodgers ain't the type to be like, oh, hey, hey, new guy, come stay at my house. Yeah. Let's let's wake up and have pancakes. They're not doing and team outings. And, uh, no, he don't, he don't do none of that. He's one, like, do your job and show up. One last question, Luke. Uh, so depending on how the season ends for the Packers, say it doesn't end too well, do you think they let go? of Rodgers, or if it ends favorably, they finally try to put some pieces around him and, and go one more time after the Super Bowl. Well, I, I think if the season ends unfavorably, then the trade value just will not be there anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, that contract I, I, is huge. I, I, think that, I think that window kind of closed with the new contract. Yeah. Um, so I would think they would have to try to build around him and, and you know, maybe spend some time with these young receivers in the offseason. Yeah, there we go. Plan a little trip, a little boys weekend or something. Ayahuasca Island. Here we come. (laughs) (laughs) Unvaxxed only on my island. Inoculated. (laughs) There you go. Only the inoculated. (laughs) Hey, we saw (laughs) the promise of Christian Watson last week. Uh, He is tall. He is fast. He is talented. A couple bad drops again. But you're seeing, like, could he be that guy? in the second half of the season for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, somebody's got to be. And, I mean, you know, the Randall Cobb isn't the guy. And, and I Oh, mean, my gosh. He, he's, he's my age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for real. We went to high school together, man. <laughs> hey, we're gonna hit he you was with nice, some, though. <laughs> we're going to hit you with our Packers-Titans predictions when we get back. More NFL. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports animal. And welcome back to the program, Albuquerque. The boys are live at Howie's Sports Page, corner of Montgomery and Tramway. Come rage at the page for a special Packers-centric Thursday night football. Howie's is a Packers bar. I'm a Packers fan. The Packers are on. This only makes sense. I am going to get absolutely lit tonight (laughs) and yell at the TV, either in victory or defeat. I got my boys back. You know how I roll. Uh, we're going to talk a little baseball uh, next segment, but congratulations to the Cardinals. Paul Goldschmidt wins the MVP award. He's been so close so many times. Mm-hmm. We'll hit that up a little bit. But I want to hear your guys' predictions for the game tonight. 
Luke, who do you got and why? Uh, because I love my job in this place and I don't want to get strung up. I'm going to take the Packers. <laughs> Packers, even though they have a losing record and the Titans are the head of their division right now, they're three-point favorites. That's pretty crazy. Really? Packers has a losing record and they're three-point favorites. Okay. This means they're playing in Lambeau, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense. That makes so sense. Who who do you got, Robert? <sighs> I'm not going to say it too loud. <laughs> Does it have anything to do with the shirt you're wearing? Not even. I'm not, I'm not a fan. Uh, but, you know, just watching football, this is going to be two teams that are going to try to run the ball. I'm just going to pick the team that's better at running the ball. And I also like the way they played against Kansas City last time I saw them play. I'm going to go to Titans, but it's going to be a close one. I also have a close one. Um, Be careful. Again, tonight, Robert, there's going to be some rowdy Packers fans. You're Mm -hmm. wearing a Steve McNair throwback while Tennessee is playing in a Packers bar. I love the balls on you. Your brass buttons. (laughs) Your brass buttons are shining. Well, I couldn't. It was either this or Brett Favre. Uh, <laughs> you know I, I want it. It's an oiler. It's an Oilers jersey. You yeah, can yeah. See, there you, you go. Know, it's before they even left. It's yep. before they even left and broke little Van's heart. Because <laughs> I haven't always been a Packers fan, Luke. Yeah. Obviously, I grew up in Houston, and I grew up being an Oilers fan. And when they left Houston, I was like, "Well, screw these guys." I'm not going to be a Titans fan. I remember hearing the story of uh, the Warren Moon snubbing at the oh. Super Bowl party just to dig that one in a we, little bit. But we yeah. already threw shade at Warren Moon, our first segment, and I'll do it for three hours every program. <laughs> I own his jersey. I'll never wear it again. I'll, I, Matter we, of fact, I'm taking it to Locker 505. That's what I'm going to do. Good. That's what I'm going to do. Good. After you cut some holes in it and burn it a little bit <laughs> yeah. so they won't accept it and they're yeah. <laughs> forced to throw it away because Locker 505 only takes quality merchandise. I'm going to have them put it on a mannequin and turn them upside down. <laughs> and if there's no other lesson there, it's be nice to everyone because you never know who's going to get their own radio show someday. You never, you never know who has 20,000 people listening to them mm-hmm. at any given moment. Warren Moon, joke's on you, you loser. And, and this, okay, let's unpackage this Warren Moon thing. If you haven't heard the story yet, friend of the show, I'll tell you. So, you know, the boys went to the Super Bowl in L.A. this week, and we had a Warren Moon booked Media week, not this week, media week. It did was I, media did week. I say this you week? said this week. I'm so yeah. sorry. Yeah. We're eager to get back, though. Media That's what he's saying. <laughs> hey, we'll be in Phoenix, too, again yeah. this year. So the week before the Super Bowl media week, we're at the Media Row doing the show from there, and we had Warren Moon booked to do the show. And um, he got – he got bumped mm-hmm. and with no uh, other time slot to give us. So he had to do some other show. We got bumped, blah, blah, blah. It's okay. Yeah. It's an industry thing. No harm, no foul. Oh, no, exactly. These things happen. And then we went to this big Super Bowl party. Um, to Paramount Theaters, correct? At, yeah. At, um, I mean, it was Hollywood as it gets. Yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. I legit went blank. I forgot the guy's name. Big. Um, Big agent. He's been around for like 40 years. It's Wasn't like he the guy from Moneyball? Lee Steinberg? Is that that's, that's Lee Steinberg. Yes. Is that, is that correct? That's yeah. it. That's it. That's I, him. I think that's right. No, it's crazy. So, I know his face. So <laughs> he's, he's the guy that they based um, Jerry Maguire on. Jerry Maguire. That's his, what it was. His life. Yeah, he was the um, Jay Moore character. Yes, Lee Steinberg. That's Lee him. Lee Steinberg. Bob yes, Sugar. Yeah, that's him. Lee Steinberg. He, um, yeah. Um, 
Every year so he has a big Super Bowl party. Has right? a big Super Bowl party. All the big names are there. We're fortunate to get in because, uh, I mean, you know us. So, <laughs> anyways, I see Warren Moon, and I don't want to fanboy out. I don't want to do anything creepy or ruin his day or anything. No autograph, no picture. I just want to tell him that little elementary school van from Houston, Texas, grew up as his biggest fan, and I wanted to be a quarterback because of Warren Moon, and I played quarterback because of Warren Moon, and I got to meet him at a game one time and shake his hand. He shook little Van's hand. And I, and I wanted to tell him how big of an impact that had on me as a child and how special of a moment that I thought it was. So I go up to talk to him. Oh, man. And Luke. This is bad. <laughs> he literally does this. Back of the hand, yeah. right to my face. No, not the, you got not just the back of the hand, the back of the hand, and turned his head and started talking over here. Back of the hand in my face. That was the first time. Turned his body completely around. Yeah, that was the first time. And I time. was like, okay, maybe he's in a really important conversation, <laughs> which he wasn't. No. Okay. So I talked to his handler. I was like, hey, I just got a couple kind words uh, for Mr. Moon. I'd like to tell him, you know, I grew up in Houston, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, okay, cool, we'll, we'll grab you. So we stand there like idiots for like, I don't know. It seemed, it seemed like half an it hour. It seemed like the ice was, melted in our drinks. <laughs> yes. That's how long we stood there. It felt like half an hour, but it was like 90 seconds. <laughs> and he finally turns around, and I was like, hey, Mr. Mr. Moon, like I'm, I was from Houston. And he just walks by, it's, doesn't even acknowledge <laughs> me whatsoever. And I'm like, oh, my God. Why'd you do that to the guy with the microphone? Mm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Warren Moon, you can suck it. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm, a, a, I'm a Packers fan now. On, Thank on, you very much. On the scale of fame, he was in like the two billionth <laughs> person yes. there. Yeah. yeah, like people were just walking like it was nothing. We so, were, yeah. We were hanging out with, like, upper echelon professional athletes yeah. and musicians and actors. Yeah. And just, like, everyone was as kind. Very nice. And humble. Yeah. And Personable. sweet. Except for Warren Moon. Yeah. And he spent all that time in Canada. Yeah. And he's still a jerk. He Told didn't you. learn anything about being kind in Canada. <laughs> all right. I got worked up. I'm done. All right. On a completely go. unrelated note, shaking hands with Little Van sounds like something that you do in the privacy of your own home. <laughs> <laughs> So to say that Warren Moon shook hands with Little Van was a... Uh, he probably recognized him and was like, <laughs> oh, not this one again. The dude came back. He found me. Not this weird ginger. <laughs> 32 years later or whatever, he finds me again. Uh, Packers by a close one. Packers by a close one. <laughs> I would say... Tie that up with a bow. Uh, they're both going to run the ball so much. Like, this game might just fly by. Because that clock is right. not going to stop yeah, moving. Unless they keep running out of bounds. Both of these teams are going to try to run the ball down each other's throat. Uh, that's going to set up a couple big plays for Aaron Rodgers. Even though as banged up as they are, Tennessee's defense is really strong. They're going to limit the Packers. The Packers want to run the ball and eat clock anyways. And, of course, that's the Titans' MO. I mean, that's, that's what they do. Feed Derrick Henry. He'll have 30 carries. The Packers' backfield together will have 30 carries. But I think Aaron Rodgers... They got that momentum from the second half when they beat the Cowboys that's going to spill over into this game. Their season's on the line. Aaron Rodgers, I haven't seen the press conference yet, 
but I assume another R-E-L-A-X moment mm-hmm. is coming from Aaron Rodgers, and they sneak up a close one. Let's call it 20 to 16. There you go. Okay. You like that? that, well, that. This could be a big one going into, you know, basically what amounts to a, a kind of an extra bye week after this. And if you go in two wins, right. ten days rest before your next game, like Very true. that's the kind of thing that could get the season jump started and, and make a move down the stretch that they desperately need to make. And the good thing is they're in the NFC. Yes. They're great. They're in the greatest position to be in. Easy road. You know what? So if they take care of business, they can be back in the playoff picture real quick. I mean, the NFC looks so soft because the Buccaneers and Packers are so down right now. Very true. Yeah. Because you're looking at teams like the Giants who you didn't expect. Uh, Who else? Seattle. Teams that you didn't even think were going to be in the playoff picture. They are. But you always think of those teams with those veteran quarterbacks, especially quarterbacks who are Super Bowl MVPs, been to the Super Bowl. They get hot. It's over. It's over. Packers Nation, get down to Howie's sports page. All right, we got big LaQueva fans (laughs) over here. Go LaQueva. (laughs) (laughs) They're in the state semifinals this week, and that's the the proud dad of one of the players. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. You're going to have the the games on here? We'll have the game on on Saturday afternoon. They'll be playing at 1 o'clock down in Las Cruces against Centennial in one of the semifinals. So, yeah, we have – a decent following of the parents that come up and, and relax before and after the games. Very nice. Very nice. Get on down to Howie's Sports Page, corner of Tramway and Montgomery for Thursday night football. Packers Nation, get out here. Throw on your colors. Let's rage at the page. More sports and sports-adjacent content when we get back. You're listening to 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Duke City. I know you've been listening the whole program. I got to tell you again that the boys are at Howie's Sports Page on the corner of Montgomery Tramway because uh, special Thursday night football package. Edition. Oh, I said it anyways. Uh, it doesn't okay. hurt. All right. It doesn't hurt. I'll probably say it one more time. Yeah, it doesn't I'll, hurt. I'll say it one more time. You're listening to Two Men On. We're live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Colwell Banker Legacy Mobile Studio. As I uh, the aforementioned, Howie's is where we are at. We are powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We start our days at the YMCA. We do lunch at the 66th Diner, and you know, every Monday, we rage at the page, Howie Sports page, cover of corner of Montgomery and Tramway. The weekends, that's for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's Vodka. All right, the AL MVP should be announced any moment now, but congratulations to 35-year-old Paul Goldschmidt. He's been a runner-up, a top-five vote-getter, multiple times goldie deserved this one didn't he oh yeah he went out and took this one from the very start too he started out on fire sustained it had a couple people nipping at his heels a little bit but we kind of knew he was going to win this award goldschmidt uh got 22 of 30 first place votes for 380 points total manny machado with seven first place votes got second Arenado won first place vote. Wow, was third. I kind of thought Arenado would get second. I thought I thought it was a foregone conclusion. It'll be Goldsmith, Arenado, and then Machado. But hey, as long as Goldsmith won, I'm cool with this. He's um, one of the oldest MVPs. Uh, Freddie Freeman comes in fourth. Mookie Betts in fifth. And those are the only players to get first, second, or third place votes. 
He's one of the oldest MVPs. Really? Let's uh, let's consult the Googs because I don't have this list memorized. What? I, I gotta. What? I know you're freaking out. Yeah, Robert. because this is baseball, Luke. This guy <laughs> knows every number. <laughs> I'm gonna take a guess. Okay. I'm gonna say one of the oldest one, Barry Bonds. I don't know. Maybe. I uh, I think you might be right. Okay. I think it's probably all Barry Bonds. Think so? His the whole late 30s and 40 year old Bonds. Yeah, like big big head Bonds every year. Yeah. Bobblehead Bonds. Yeah, bobblehead Bonds. The old wide face. <laughs> Barry Bonds. Every night at the park was bobblehead night. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's see. I got it somewhere. Okay, Barry Bonds, the oldest at. 40 years, 71 wow. days old. What was that, 2004? Ooh, second oldest from the We Are Family, Pittsburgh Pirates, Willie Stargell, 39 years, See, Willie Stargell is one of those players that I just thought he was 40 years old his whole career. Like his rookie year is 40. Yep. Whatever year he retired, he was 40. He just looked old to me. Dennis Eckersley and Mike Schmidt were both 37 years old. Okay. And then every other spot is Barry Bonds. <laughs> Young skinny I mean, Barry, old big Barry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a couple in between there. And then coming in at 35 years old and 70 days, mm-hmm. one Paul Goldschmidt. And good for him. He's, like, universally loved by baseball. Like, yeah. his teammates love him. Everyone who's ever had anything to do with him loves him. He's apparently the greatest guy in real life and greatest teammate. So congratulations, Paul Goldsmith. Yeah, he's, he earned that. He's played on some pretty bad teams, too. So it's, it's good to see him be on a team that's way better and he go ahead and win that MVP. And also congratulations to one Fred Slow. His season didn't end the way he wanted it to. Pujols and Yachty didn't get sent out in style. Instead, they got embarrassed by the <laughs> Phillies, who ended up going to the World Series. But it's a good ending for Cardinals fan. Cardinals Nation, congratulations. You got the best player in the National League. I'm glad we talked about this now when he's not here. Uh-huh. So when he tries to say it, we say, oh, we already We've talked already about it. We've already done that one. <laughs> you got to wait till March to talk about the Cardinals. <laughs> I am pretty sure it's going to be an overwhelming victory for Aaron Judge. Right. I think Shohei Otani is going to get a couple votes for his two-way ability. He's the best player on the planet, one of the best players in the history of baseball. But the legendary season Aaron Judge had, you got to give him the MVP. Yeah, you have to give it to him. It's his. Um, I don't know why they're waiting so long to drop this. Get it out the way, and let's see what team he's going to go to. That's the real story. They're giving Goldschmidt his moment. That's why they're waiting. That's like like proposing at somebody else's wedding. You know what I mean? It's like you got to give it a little time. Right right now it's about Goldschmidt. It could be about Judge later. You're right, because once they name Judge, everybody's not even going to be thinking about Goldschmidt. Gold who? Yep. Gold member. (laughs) Speaking of Aaron Judge, in October, Corey Youngman, or Yeoman, or Yeaman, I'm not sure, caught New York Yankees star Aaron Judge record-setting 62nd home run at Globe Life Field in Arlington, Texas. So apparently this guy who caught it does not need the money at all. He's like some kind of hot-shot banker in Dallas. Uh, It should have, like, landed in the hands of some, like, single mother who's a teacher or whatever or an actual poor person who should have <laughs> yes. just hit it out of the stadium <laughs> and some guy who couldn't get in the stadium yeah. I was gonna say, the, the seats that are there to catch that ball are not the cheap single mother tickets or the uh, no. the donated no. you know youth 
outreach tickets. Hit it out of the stadium, and it lands on the poorless, poor homeless man's lap. That's what should have happened. Uh, the New Jersey-based collectibles, uh, collectibles marketplace, Golden, uh, is going to auction off his ball, and it's going to get a lot of money no matter what. Okay. It's the highest home run total in American League history. Mm-hmm. He's a Yankee. He's right. universally beloved. It's going to make a lot of coin. His attorney already told ESPN that he got a $3 million offer for the ball and turned it down. The what? Okay, let me speak. I'm going to speak as if I don't have the ball. Okay. That's that's great. Don't take the first offer. Now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak as if I did have the ball in current, my current bank account. That ball would have been – I would have walked that ball to whoever wanted it. Where are you at? I'm, I'm not driving. <laughs> I'm not flying. I'm tying up my shoelaces. I'll be there in however many days it takes for me to get there. Three million, I'm not turning that down. No, I mean, it would be nice to be in a position to turn down that kind of money. And that lets you know how deep his pockets are already. I am taking it immediately. Yes. Immediately. Yes. The the um the auction will start at one point two five million and sold. Probably go. <laughs> That's me, I'll say that right there. Are they putting a reserve on this so that it has to reach a certain amount or or the sale is invalid mm-hmm. or? I believe uh, so. Yeah, I believe so. Um the most valuable baseball is the one uh, Mark McGuire's record setter, the original record setter that uh, Todd McFarlane bought, the Spawn right, guy. Spawn, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Spawn guy. Uh, baseball values have gone down significantly since then. How much did he, he get that one for? Three milli on the dot. Okay. Yeah. So there's also another buying group who might emerge as suitors who are willing to pay up to five million. Ooh. So that might be where is he's Jay-Z getting. Is Z in this group? That's right. <laughs> no, he's always, he's he's always in, every in something. Group. He's in every group that's looking at any major yeah. person. It's blank and Jay-Z. They said it might fetch as much as five million. But the actual auction agency who is auctioning the ball off is only putting a value of $1.25 million on it. Nah. They told him to turn down $3 million for a possible chance at $5 million, but they're only valuing it at $1.25 million. This doesn't make any sense what? to me at all. No, uh, step, that w- no, that would make me so mad. No step of this story makes any sense to me at all. That would, <laughs> oh, that would piss me off. I'm not even going to lie. The guys whose job it is to pump the value is like, Oh, it's worth a third of that offer you just turned down, you idiot. (laughs) I'm so excited to see what ends up happening with this ball. Aaron Judge is a dude, and he is going to get PAID paid by the Yankees or some other team this year. We're going to do a lot of hot stove stuff as as the offseason progresses, but, I mean, Aaron Judge is the hot ticket in all of baseball. Oh, yeah. It's going to be him versus everyone else for that big contract that no one knows how huge it's going to be. Oh, people are going to be offering points of ownership. Or, yeah, you know, exactly. It, it could get to the point where he could be part of a franchise, you know, forever. Do you see him going anywhere but the Yankees? I don't, but I've been wrong a lot. Sure. <laughs> 
So I don't know. It's it's you know the money's going to talk, and the Yankees don't spend the way you, they used to. No, you're very right. You know, big Big George was a little more reckless with it, and and <laughs> for him it was more of an ego thing, I think, to get it. And they've kind of pumped the brakes on that kind of spending, but there'll be somebody out there that will. There definitely will be somebody, and he's going to get astronomical offers. But I think he might have kind of a, a bad taste in his mouth. Yeah, the way they, they treated him down the stretch. Because they tried to give him a contract way below market value mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year, and he turned that down. And then in doing that, set the friggin' American League home run record. It's like they didn't believe in him or something. And yes. then was still getting booed at home in the playoffs yes. when, when he struggled. You yeah. know, it's Exactly that. So the organization themselves tried to lowball you and disrespect you. You had – a season for the ages, one of the best in Yankees history, and the fans who got to watch this historic year booed you in the playoffs. Is this the team you want to sign up for for another 10 years? What have you done for me lately? Yes. Aaron Judge, there's only one thing you can do. Um, you can hit me up. i give you the number to Magic Johnson. <laughs> My Dodgers will take you with open arms. The Dodgers are going to be a player. Hey, I'm with it. I am with it. Your Cubbies might be a player. Yeah, I mean, they, they haven't shown much uh, spending tendencies the last couple of years. They've been on more of a sell trend, but yeah. at some point they've got to get some, some big names back in there. So I think this is a year that the Cubs, and we're up against it a little bit, so I'm going to wrap it up here soon. Uh, I think this is a year that the, the Cubs are going to start spinning again. I think they're going to wind up with a couple of the bigger free agents, especially a shortstop. I was going to say, they're definitely looking at a shortstop, and that'll, that'll most likely happen. And. and it's uh, Astros hater isn't going to uh, be very crazy about this, but I think Carlos Correa ends up in Chicago. I think he's a perfect fit there. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would definitely make sense, and I know they've looked at that. The initial CC, CC, probably got some cool nickname like Chicarlos Cabrera. Chicarlos <laughs> <laughs> Cabrera. <laughs> there's, there's some marketing firm in Chicago hey, working on it right that. now. You better trademark that. All right. right there. I'm, buy, I'm buying the website right now. All right, one more segment to hit you with. We're going to talk a little NFL on our way out. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610. Deep. What a program today. I've never had anxiety setting up a show before. When I hit that, uh, when I hit that construction coming up tramway. Oh. By, by the way, friend of the show, if you're just now listening, you're not just now joining us, congratulations for getting off work or however you may be joining us right now. We, uh, we appreciate the fanship, and we appreciate you being a friend of the show. Uh, I got here to Howie's. As you know, we went to uh, hosted the fan experience up in Las Vegas, New Mexico, for Highlands University men's basketball today and rushed right back to Howie's to do the show from here. And I thought, eh, it's not ideal. I usually be like, like to be half an hour or an hour early, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, we were up against it. I was like, oh, no, I'm only going to be like 15 minutes early. This is going to be a rush. And then I get off on tramway, yes. and there's construction, and it's bumper to bumper, and I'm not moving. And I'm like, oh, my God, am I going to have to call the radio station, tell them that we're going to be late? Yeah. So, anyways, we, uh, we made it. Uh, we had the show, a full show, a great show. The boys are here at Howie's Sports Page, corner of Montgomery and tramway. Come out, cheer for my Green Bay football Packers. And, uh, and have a lot of fun with it. Great atmosphere here. I can't talk it up enough. Thanks to uh, General Manager Luke Markwith for joining us today, as he always does every Monday and the occasional random Thursday when we're here. 
Uh, and also, thank you for being so good at your job here and loving this place so much. Because if you went into radio, neither of us sitting right here would have a job. Well, yeah, I mean, we're all where we need to be. I, I love this place. I love it, love this job. and uh, But it's a blast coming on with you guys every now and then. Robert Buck, D. Gibson, you got a show coming up. Yeah, actually, I do. I have two shows coming up. I have one tomorrow night, which is at Dry Heat. Come check it out. Uh, I believe it starts at 8 or 9. I don't remember. Also, I have another one Saturday. I don't remember where, but you can go to my website, robertbuckdgibson.com and figure it out by looking at the schedule. That's why we have it. Hey, that's exactly why you have it. you got to mm-hmm. take it one show at a time. Yeah. you got to focus on the task at hand exactly. and then move on to the next one. There you go. You can't overlook your next opponent. No, you're that's right. That's when you start taking L's. You're very, you're very right about that. And as one that's seen a couple of, of the shows, uh, I highly recommend it. I've seen them a couple times, and it's been different material both times, and uh, both times were highly entertaining. So. That's what I try to do. You know what, Luke? I, I'm glad you brought that up. I try to – I can gauge a crowd, and I can really tell you if, if I've seen these people before, and I can change it. You know, I'm like, I'm not going to give them the same stuff they saw at a different place. So I try to keep it fresh and new uh, whenever I see new uh, faces. So Which That might actually be a little unique in this area mm. for comedy. You bring in the freshness every single time, you changing said up the set. You said it. My words, not Robert's. No, it is mine, too. <laughs> I will say it as well. They know <laughs> I tell them. You can, you can tell who's, who's, who writes well and who's funny funny. I mean, you know, there you go. who can be funny yeah. at the drop of a dime about right. what's going on right there and, and improv and kind of right. go. It's, and got, it's like it's a good balance. You have to have a balance of that. People can work a long time on a good 10-minute set and have that down, and, and it's great. Right. But once you've seen it, it's, yeah, you know, it, it kind of takes away the point of, uh, of seeing them again. but Because you don't want people knowing what you're going to say. Exactly. That's what happens. There's an event every day at Howie's. You should come here any day of the week, but especially come with the Monday Maniacs for Monday Night Football every Monday right here at Howie's Sports Page. Or you can't make it on Monday. We are here right now. And if you can't make Monday and you can't make Thursday or you can't make another day, guess what? The Lobo-Aggie rivalry will be right here at Howie's on Saturday. Saturday night, we'll have the Lobos-Aggies. Always a good time. Man. The, in the past, we've had some old members of the Lobo band come in that are regulars. Sweet. And yeah. bring their horns and play the Lobo fight song. Oh, at, serious. At halftime or oh, timeouts. yes. Kind of really gets the energy going in here. And, uh, you know, we've got a lot of uh, alumni from both schools that come in. So it gets a little heated and... But in good ways. I mean, yeah. it's, it's all friendly rivalry, but we have uh, Aggie fight song chants going and Lobo chants going and the okay. band going, and you just never know what you're going to get at Howie's. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. We have free glizzies on Monday, yeah. but this Saturday, what you rocking? We're going to have some uh, pasoli out for the game, keep the Ooh, New Mexico tradition going. Yeah. And then we'll be open all day and all night Thanksgiving next week. We always do that. We put a little spread during the day, and then we've got uh, football all day long, so... When you've had enough of family and need a drink, you can always <laughs> escape to Howie's. You, you've never said anything wiser in your entire <laughs> life, Luke. Stephanie Griffin back at the studio. You absolutely killed it today. Thank you so much, Steph. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right, squeezed in a little Taylor, Smith, uh, Taylor Swift talk just for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> had a great program today. Had a lot of fun with it. Thanks for the callers and textures. We appreciate 
you being a friend of the show. Tomorrow yes. we'll be live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Colwell Banker Legacy Mobile Studio at John Lopez Real Estate be there. Colwell Banker Legacy be there. office as we're having a casino night for a good cause. I'm going to be hitting you with all the details on that tomorrow. But uh, it's, it's for some good organizations, Locker 505 being one of them. Uh, we're really excited to support them and their cause on that. Uh, hit us with your next show again, Robert. It is tomorrow. Check it out. It's at Dry Heat. I don't know the time. That's why you have to go to robertbuttdgibson.com. Get out to University Stadium tomorrow. Support your Lobos football. Pack the pit on Saturday as it's the Rio Grande rivalry. Have fun. Be safe. Thanks for being a friend of the show, and we'll see you on Monday.